Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. From the lakefront to the riverfront, this is where Wisconsin sports fans come to talk. The Bill Michael Show. Now, here's your host, Bill Michaels. Welcome back. Final hour of the Bill Michaels Show on this Tuesday, the 10th of November. We are glad you are with us. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. Bud Light, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Joined now by our good friend Brian Baldinger. The insider calls are brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile really goes. You can also hear him with Jason Lockenfora on Baldy's Breakdowns with the new episode out twice a week. Uh, just search Baldy wherever you find uh, those podcasts. Brian, how you been, buddy? Bill, I'm doing great. I mean, I'm... Uh... We just passed the halfway mark of this, uh, you know, this run amidst this uh, crazy virus. And, you know, I mean, despite some flare-ups here and there, we've, we've kind of gotten through this thing pretty good, I think, uh, as, a, as a country and as a, uh, you know, as a league right now dealing with this whole thing. So what did we learn this week? Now, we got a chance to just sit back and watch football without the Green Bay Packers this weekend. But what did we learn this weekend, uh, specifically NFC? Well, I mean – you learn exactly what you learned, you know, the last time you uh, – two weeks ago when you played Minnesota, that records don't mean anything. It's how a team is playing. Um, you know, Minnesota took that same running again last week and just ran Detroit just right out of their own gym. You know, and if you look at the Atlanta Falcons right now, they're playing offense as well as anybody. And really, outside of a last play touchdown against Detroit, I mean, they're 4-0 with Raheem Morris, you know, as a head coach right now, the interim head coach. So – Really, you can't look at records. You have to look at how a team is playing. And right now, uh, you have a team in your division that's playing as well as anybody, the Vikings. So I looked at the Packers getting a win uh, last Thursday night. And while they're playing a team that is completely beat up and they've got COVID and they've got all kinds of other issues, you checked a lot of boxes. I mean, you finally get, for Matt LaFleur, you finally get a win on the West Coast. You finally get a win over Matt, uh, over Kyle Shanahan. You finally beat the 49ers. You, you did it while you were depleted as well with many of your starters that were down. It was, is that considered a good win or just any win in the NFL is a good win? No, there's some wins that are, certainly, uh, I think, are breakthrough-type wins. Um, you know, but when you're, you, when you're facing a team with the, you know, all the 
players they have. Now, you're not a starting wide receiver, tight end, quarterback. I mean, it does kind of take a little bit off of it. It's not like the team that you faced in the NFC Championship game or midseason last year. But still, you'll take it. I mean, nobody's putting an asterisk next to it. Um, you stack as many wins as you can. Uh, you know, they've got some you know, some tougher opponents coming up here. But really, everything is about getting ready for January. And, you know, and whatever you can learn, develop. I mean, watching the development of Robert Tanyan this year, I mean, you're just seeing, you know, a player kind of flourish right in front of us. And that's what it's about, you know, getting your offense line to play as well as they possibly can play, to see Aaron playing as well as he is right now, as comfortable as he is. All those things, you build upon those, you know, in each game that you play, whether you win it or lose it. But you do build something about your team because it's all, you know, it's a different team than it was the last year. So uh, I like what you happen to say about Robert Tanya. You see the emergence of different guys. Now you're hoping to get Aaron Jones back and fully healthy after this game against San Francisco. You're hoping to get David Bakhtiari back. Once all these pieces fall back into place, we were looking at the statistics, and, and the Packers' offense obviously ranks really, really high. So is this going to come down? Because we know that Tampa Bay has got some flaws. We know New Orleans has flaws. So does Seattle. Uh, at, at what point do you really look? Is there going to be a, a way to separate yourself from those other teams as far as being a front runner truly to not only get to the postseason but get to a Super Bowl? Um, yeah, I mean, everything. I think you, I, the Super Bowl is you got to get to January first, which they, they they will do. But you kind of got to see the road in front of you. I mean, nobody saw the Packers the year they won a Super Bowl, beating you know beating the Giants and. You know, all that kind of stuff. And then when they were 15-1, nobody saw the Giants coming and beating them. So it's really just how you're playing that day and all the things that go into it, the weather and, um, you know, taking care of the football and all that kind of stuff. I mean, the trend is that the, the Packers take care of the football better than anybody in the league. And when you follow these trends around the league, if you don't do that, you get beat. Um, every once in a while, you can turn it. I mean, Seattle turned it over four times Sunday, and they got whipped by Buffalo. So that's the biggest thing. And I, if you ask me – Going forward and getting ready for a championship run, what do the Packers have going for them, providing they can get all those guys back that you just mentioned, is they take care of the football. And that's a trend that you see week in, week out with this team. It starts with Aaron, but it's really a, a, you know the entire team. I mean, they just don't put the ball on the ground. And so that's a great, that's a great trend. And, you know, if you want to say, okay, what's the most important thing? Give me a hot quarterback and a team that doesn't turn it over. And I'll, you know, I'll put my shekels on that team in just about any playoff game. Looking at uh, Matt Lafleur in this offense and the way it's gotten better, and like I stated, you get to you get guys back. They've they've performed extremely well. Does the does the the Saints game now look like their best victory? considering the Saints have beaten the Tampa Bay Buccaneers twice, or do you got to wait for them to finally beat Chicago uh, this season or beat uh, Tennessee a little bit later on this season? I mean, because everybody wants to know what that signature win is going to be. And to me, I look back and say, you beat New Orleans down there. That, to me, is your signature win right now. Probably. I mean, probably isn't. We know that they're a good team, but they you know, they played one game like that that we saw on Monday night. That, one. They haven't played like that all year. And so their defense hadn't played that well in any game, and then offensively, they haven't clicked like that all year. I mean, the ball barely touched the ground. So, but, you know, but you, you, know, you, you went down there and you beat them. So if it would be a rematch in some way in January, I mean, at least you got that, you know, in your cap. Now, that doesn't ensure anything when you play them again. So, you know, I think, like, in that last game, you know, the one thing I saw was, 
Marcus Valdez-Scantling. I think they need a third option in this offense. And we know what Aaron Jones can be. We have seen what Robert Tanyan has been. I just think they need a third option if you're going up against a Saints team at their best. And, you know, the, the long touchdown was one, but the, the scramble touchdown to Marquez Van, you know, Scantling was a play where you saw real emotion from Aaron Rodgers after he threw that pass to him because he, Aaron read it the way he wanted the receiver to read it. And they read it the same way. They haven't always done that, obviously. And when, you, when that happens, you just go, Aaron, just trust that guy a little bit more right now. Because he's going to need that type of a play in a postseason, a play beyond the script, where you need a touchdown, you can't settle for a field goal, you got to score. And he, he, the receiver delivered it like that. We all know he's got a ton of talent and all that, but that hadn't really been a consistent part. And I just thought that was a kind of a breakthrough moment for the Packers uh, against the 49ers. When you have a guy like that um, and, and you go back to him and give him that confidence, I mean, uh, as a player in the NFL and you finally, you know, everybody makes mistakes, especially early on, but when you're really struggling and you're trying to become one of those guys and you finally get that nod from your from your quarterback or from your peer, what does that mean? I think it's everything. I mean, I'd be shocked, honestly, if you don't see more from MVS here going in the second half of the season. I think that was a signature moment. And, you, I mean, if you really watch Aaron at the end of that, he doesn't go up there and congratulate everybody and give them the love taps on the helmet. I mean, some of it is, you know, uh, look, if it's Devontae Adams, that's your job, Devontae, to get in the end zone. I mean, they expect that from each other. but And they have that mutual respect for one another. But I think when you're a young player and you're trying to figure things out and am I going to be a part of this team going forward? Am I a part of the future? And, you know, I mean, I – I just think that that was a big, big moment. And, you know, I'll just leave it at that. But I expect more from him in the second half of the season. Uh, looking forward, by the way, we're talking with Brian Baldinger uh, from Radio.com NFL Insiders. And the rest of the league, the rest of the NFC, Seattle, we know, has flaws. They haven't cured everything, even with bringing in Dunlap and company. We know New Orleans does. The Packers have beaten them. Obviously, Tampa Bay does. Who right now, uh, you talk about peaking at the right time, but who right now, uh, are those four teams, including the Packers, the best when you talk about the NFC, or is there somebody else that you look at and say, hey, don't sleep on this team? Well, I mean, look, the Vikings. I mean, I know what the record is. But, look, the one thing about the Vikings, look, they traded away. They traded for Unique Ngakwe, and they traded him away. Because, and I'm just using that as an example. I mean, they, they're going to live and die with these young players. They had 15 draft picks. Eight of them made major contributions on Sunday, including the new right guard, Ezra Cleveland. And, Justin Jefferson, and, you know, you go through the whole list of them, Jeff Gladney. But, you know, with young players, some coaches are reluctant to play them. And then some coaches are going, you know what, we're going we're gonna to go with these kids. We believe in them. And we know they're going to make mistakes. And might, they might even cost us games. And they did early in the season. But those guys are making plays now. And you can see the confidence growing. And I know what the record is. But we saw the Colts 1-5 two years ago, and they made the playoffs. And it was very similar. And the Atlanta Falcons, I'm telling you, nobody wants to play that offense right now. They've got it clicking. And so you look at those teams, you're like, well, they're not in the playoff hunt. You know, they're not. But look, look up three weeks from now and see where both those teams are and see if they're not around 500. Because if you're around 500 going into December, you're, you're going to have a chance in a 17 playoff format. You're going to have a chance to get in there. 
Great stuff as always, Brian. I always appreciate you joining us for a couple of minutes. And uh, and the podcast going good, and you're doing it twice a week, yeah. right? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll be taping uh, tomorrow morning uh, with Jason Lock and Foro from CBS. And i got a couple more games i got to break down before tomorrow, so I really know what I, what I saw this weekend. And uh, we really get pretty, pretty deep into it. But it, it's a lot of fun every Wednesday morning. Great stuff. And we'll uh, keep listening to the podcast and keep going from there, okay? My pleasure. Thanks. Thanks, pal. Talk to you later. There you go. Brian Baldinger, the NFL Insider. Insider Calls brought to you by Mercedes-Benz. Drive a Mercedes-Benz van and find out how far an extra mile can really go. You can also hear Brian with Jason Luckenfora, as he said, on Baldy's Breakdowns with new episodes out twice a week. Just search Baldy, B-A-L-D-Y, wherever you find your podcast. There you go. Hey, he joined us on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers Right now, you work hard, they treat you fair. 85-plus years now they've been doing it. Call them, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com, 844-PRIDE, or go to schneiderjobs.com. Radio Joe Zenzola is uh, speaking of uh, cruising around out there in different vehicles. He's got his dealership to tell you all about. That's right. Hyundai West Dallas is where you should go to buy your new or used car, and I have lots of deals for you. Deals, 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 deals. Um Right now what they're doing at Hyundai West Dallas, because, you know, Black Friday's right around the corner, and it's hard to believe. Hyundai West Dallas said, you know what, we're going to do Black Friday every single day in the month of November. So this is what they're doing. When you walk in, um, and after you sit down and you're negotiating and you're ready to make your deal, they're going to take you over to the Christmas tree that they have, and in that Christmas tree are all these envelopes. And you take out an envelope, and it's got savings up there. The highest amount you can get is $500. So it's $500 off your car. If you mention my name, Joe Zanzola or Radio Joe, you're going to get an additional $500 off. And if you're a veteran or a first responder looking to get a new car, they're going to put in a $1,000 rebate in addition to all of that. So you're drawn from the tree. You're mentioning my name. You got the rebate. That's up to $2,000 in savings. You can't go wrong with that, guys. That's what's going on at Hyundai West Dallas. Plus, for all used cars, you get your option of a $250 gift card of your choice or an extra $250 off that price. That's what they have going on. It's also worth noting that at Hyundai West Dallas, they were just recognized for their amazing reaction and actions to COVID. They still offer free masks to anyone that forgets theirs. They're wiping the showroom down. They're using clean and sanitized desks and pens. If you feel uncomfortable about going into the showroom, they will either come out to you or they'll work the deal outside. They will. They are as flexible as flexible can be. That is all happening at Hyundai West Dallas, where their ordinary needs to be extraordinary. Wisconsin wide, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. A B C. G-H-I-J-K-L-M-N-I-Z-M-N-O-P-Z-Q-R-S-T-U-V-V-Z-T-U-V-X-Y-X-Z. Welcome back. Glad to have you. That is Tony La Russa, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that 
in just a moment. This portion of the program brought to you by our good friends over there at Bud Light. Bud Light and Bud Light Seltzer, unquestionably good. Go to BudLight.com for all the information. Thanks to them for being a part of the program, the official beer sponsor of the Bill Michael Sports Talk Network. So we know Tony La Russa, he uh, ended up getting into some trouble. Okay? We know that. Uh, I guess what has now come out even more so about his second DUI is that, as Jeff Passan reports, uh, LaRusa said he had one glass of wine with dinner um, and with some friends. Then they um, searched him and put him in the back of the squad car. And LaRusa then says, and I quote, do you see my ring, meaning his World Series ring? Asked LaRusa what he was talking about. And, uh, excuse me, uh, not a World Series ring, but a Hall of Fame ring. He says, quote, I'm a Hall of Famer baseball person. <laughs> you know how close that is to your face and your hand? LaRusa then stated, quote, I'm legit. I'm a Hall of Famer, brother. You're trying to embarrass me. He said he advised LaRusa that he will not embarrass him. And he would be treated him. He would treat him with the utmost respect. Larusa <laughs> complaining, "You're trying to. I'm legit, brother." <laughs> oh my goodness! Uh, I got between being asleep at the wheel and passed out the wheel. Yeah, I'm legit, brother. How are we looking? I will say this, uh, and I've got a lot of good friends that are police officers. Um, sometimes kindness. And uh, complete cooperation, understanding of your circumstance will not only make it go easy on you, but sometimes get you out of it, where they'll just go, you know what, you're a good guy, just, you know, you made a mistake, don't do it again. Now, if you're drinking and driving, they'll make sure that somebody else is with you to take the wheel. But sometimes, you know, if you're not crazy, they'll let you go. The do you know who I am and look at my ring and look at this, it, it very, very, very rarely works. Very rarely works. I've, I've had uh, cops tell me that the more ridiculous the story, uh, sometimes they've given a prize out, you know, kind of among themselves to say, this is how ridiculous I've heard uh, tonight. And it's like so, so out there. It's like, you know what? If you're going to make that up, just go ahead. You know, just don't do nothing crazy. I'm talking about more like speeding than anything, not DUIs. But, but to say, uh, you're trying to embarrass me, brother. Look at my ring. I'm a Hall of Famer. I'm legit. That's. That's not going to get you out of anything, man. That's not going to get you out of anything. Oh, man. Hey. <laughs> oh, God. Tony, 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 Tony. He's a mess. Tony LaRusso. There's your, there's your new uh, manager of your Chicago White Sox, by the way. Not only is he 76 years of age, but uh, now he, he comes with uh, a little more baggage on top of it. God, sometimes Tony just can't help himself, you know? <sighs> so anyway, I digress. Uh, hey, coming up here after the bottom of the hour, uh, Andrew Brandt, uh, the former Packers VP, uh, is going to be joining us, the business uh, side of things, MMQB columnist, and also the Business of Sports podcast. You're going to hear that conversation coming up here in just a little bit. A lot of people chiming in on what impresses them most about the Packers offense. Uh, I think uh, – this one's from Jack. Jack says, I think the thing that's most impressed me most has been the run ability 
and the commitment to the run. This one is from Mark, another Mark, who says, I really like the fact that Matt LaFleur has a ton of motion and continues to keep that motion and working well with Aaron Jones. I'd like to see them sign Aaron Jones to a multi-year contract to keep him around. He seems to be a really good guy. Um, and, and you know what? I, I would agree that I'd, I'd love to be able to see them keep Aaron Jones around as well. Um Max says, uh, by the way, Max listening to us in Sheboygan, Max says, uh, I would love to see this team stay together for at least one or two more years, keep everybody comfortable and progressing in the system. What are your thoughts? I, I've i said that from time time and again. I mean, I want to see this team stick together as best they can. I agree with you. Completely agree with you. I, I, I want to see this, 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 this whole – units stay together for the fact that every year it gets it's progressively better now the offensive line is probably ultimately the most important but if you can add weapons to Devonte, and if you give another weapon around say a guy like uh aaron jones and another weapon for aaron Rodgers, obviously to throw to and keeping this group intact yeah it, you would only assume that it's just going to continue to get better without a doubt 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Give us a shout. Your thoughts, again, 855-830-8648, 855-830-8648. Uh, I want to hear from you as what you feel about this uh, this Packers offensive unit, which, I again, I, I reiterate, I think is very, very good. Uh, they're one of the top offenses, and I think you su- you supplant that with another defense that uh, a piece or two on defense that can really, really give. I'm not saying make you dominant in the top five, but if you can get up there around top top ten, you're going to win a lot of ball games, and you got a legit shot at going deep into the postseason. Without a doubt, you got a legit shot at going deep into the postseason. Again, eight five five eight three zero eight six four eight. Let's do this. We're going to take a quick break. We'll come back. We'll hear from Andrew Brandt, former VP of the Green Bay Packers, former capologist, if you will, with the MMQB, also the uh, Business of Sports podcast. You can find his stuff there as well. He uh, is going to be joining us coming up here in a few. This portion of the program brought to you by our friends at New Mel Medical, treating guys with ED all over the state of Wisconsin beyond the borders. If you're putting on some weight, they can help you out with the all-in-one weight loss program or low T, more energy, better mental clarity, better mood, better stamina. They can help you out with all of that. All you got to do is go to uh, 414-455-4451 number for their locations, whether it's in the state or out of the state, 414-455-4451. Again, 414-455-4451. Stay tuned. Andrew Brandt coming up next. You're listening to the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Glad to have you on board. Hey, our friends at Pillow Windows and Doors of Wisconsin reminding you that the colder weather is coming. I'm uh, During the break uh, before I was walking around the house, closing up some of the windows. The winds are starting to blow. It's a little bit cooler air starting to seep through. Without a doubt, you're going to feel it. And if you're looking for new doors and windows, check out PellaWI.com. That is PellaWI.com. They've got 5% bonus savings right now on top of no payments, no interest, 24 months. Good stuff from them. 
Go to the Pella Experience Center. you got Brookfield, Green Bay, now Madison as well. And a lot of you right there at the initial consultation have said, that's for me. Top of no money down, no payments, no interest for two years, 24 months. They've got a 5% bonus savings for the same day. So uh, stop in and see what it's all about. Good people over there at Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Andrew Brandt, the, uh, the former VP of business side of things, the former capologist, if you will, from MMQB, also a business of sports podcast on the Schneider Orange Hotline. And uh, when you look at deals, and, and, and Ron Wolf had stated that, you know, it was it was to go down the hall all the time and find out what you could and couldn't spend rather than just getting the player that you needed to help you. That frustrated him. But, but there's so much to it and so much that you have to take into consideration when thinking of making deals to better your team, right? Yeah, that's a big question, Bill. Let me just first address Ron and the trading deadline because one thing that we tried to do, he and I, was put forth proposals to the NFL – to make trading a bigger thing. He always was frustrated because not only did he have to run down the hall, but everyone he talked to did, and there wasn't a lot of trading. And there still isn't, as we know, from the deadline that just passed. We put, I put together a proposal. You could trade cash. You could trade cap room, which I still think is something they should do because teams with a lot of cap room could use good players. Teams with good players could use cap room. And the NFL always shut us down. You know, they're always like, hey, you made your bed, you sleep in it. We're not letting you get out of jail for mismanaging cap and and mismanaging cash and mismanaging the roster. So it was always a frustrating and futile effort by Ron and I trying to encourage more trading in the league. And that's one of the reasons, I think, why there's not a lot of trading. The other ones really come down to why free agency doesn't work so often, which is football is so schematic and trying to fit people in, especially mid-season, into 4-3, 3-4, vertical offense, West Coast offense. It's not easy. It's not like baseball and basketball, which are more seamless. So I, I guess the next question is, when you talk about a guy like David Bakhtiari, who's coming up for a contract, Aaron Jones coming up for a contract, Kevin King, Corey Lindsley, uh, you know, did you have to prioritize of what you wanted to keep and didn't want to keep, or did you just look at these guys and go, we want to keep these, keep them all, but we can't? I mean, how, how do you go about that as you're starting to butt up against the cap? Yeah, you mentioned the key word, prioritize, and we don't know it, but they know it. <laughs> they got to know in that list you just mentioned who is going to be a top priority, who's going to be a second priority. The one thing NFL teams have that NBA and baseball don't have is the franchise tag. So you've got that in your back pocket if you need it for one of those people. And then you figure out, I mean, I was very active in season. Not a lot of people in the league are in getting extensions for key players in November, December, rather than waiting till their contract's over. And Packers have done that with even players like Devontae. So I would think that would happen for one of those names, if not two, before the end of the season, and then you approach free agency with whatever you can do. But listen, the Packers are a draft and develop team, as everyone knows, much to people's frustrations. And what that means is that you've got half your roster or more on rookie contracts. So say each of them is a million-dollar cap number. Say there's 30. That's $30 million for half your team. And now you've got $170 million for your veteran contract, that shouldn't be too hard. 
What do we think the, the, the projected salary cap would be next year after going through this pandemic? How much will it go down? Yeah, that's going to be a problem, but it's going to be a problem for everyone. So I think everybody's going to be on a level playing field. In other words, if people are cast off, veterans, you know, it's going to be equal footing for everywhere. There's the, the mini CBA they did, Bill, before the season said it can go down no lower than 175 and we're basically at 200 now so it's not a problem for the packers relatively to others there are teams with 230 250 270 million in committed contracts next year they're going to have a bloodbath i haven't seen the packers numbers but they're not like that so yeah vet veterans that are being replaced or to be replaced by young players are really vulnerable uh, when you look at a guy like David Bakhtiari on that going onto that third big contract, um, is there a value for a left tackle that becomes higher than a running back or a value for a center that, you know, I mean, even a guy like Jamal Williams, who has proven himself and, and become pretty solid of a player, there's going to be an escalation there. I, you know, how much, I, I guess, do you prioritize one position over the other? Yeah, I mean, teams have to do that. And, I mean, I think it's it's kind of universal what you mentioned there. Listen, I love it. I love Jamal and Aaron. I've, <laughs> they're my son's favorite guys, you know. But it's just the position they play has been a position that doesn't get priorities, and we can we can debate it, but that's the fact. Compared to a left tackle, compared to a shutdown corner, compared to a pass rushing defensive end. Uh, the feeling is running backs and receivers tend to be positions you can find in the draft, you can find with later round picks that have performed well, even if coming out of without a lot of without a lot of uh, recognition. Having said that, you look at Aaron Jones' production and you see a bit of a marketplace moving this year with deals for Cook and Kamara and Henry and McCaffrey and mixing so now you have a marketplace so that makes a little curious why deal for aaron didn't get done when you had two weeks of running back deals done right before the season so that would be a question in my mind i guess uh one of the things that i had going into this season was last year was his first really fully healthy season maybe they were just waiting to see if he was going to have another one uh, and I can understand that, yeah. but yeah, he has performed extremely well, both in, in, in running the football and then receiving the football with his pass blocking and such also. So, uh, I, he's made himself some money wherever he ends up. I know just that running back with that extra something is hard to find, but the shelf life for a running back with that extra something is so short in the NFL, which is, I yeah. think, why a lot of general managers are a little leery about giving running backs big dollars, right? Yeah, I mean, listen, you guys know me from, 15 years ago with Dorsey Levins and Amon Green, it just got to a point where, you know, we did second contracts, but then third contracts was just such a tough decision because they've been so productive. They're great Packers. They're, they're one, one of my favorite people. But then you get to that position like, oh, man, third, running, third contract for running back, that's just tough. And, you know, to answer more on Bakhtiari, Bill, Packer fans can blame Bill O'Brien because what happened was he trades two number ones for Laramie Tunsil 
and he doesn't do a deal at the time of the trade, which is the time you got to do the deal. Mm-hmm. And then Tunsil, Tunsil gets incredible leverage, gets this massive deal, 22 a year. And, you know, if you're Bakhtari, you got to look at that market. And if you're the Packers, you're just cursing that market. I, uh, I like where the Packers are at and the fact that they're finding out a little bit more about some of the offensive linemen they have while Bakhtiari has been down. I just don't know if you have an everyday and every-down guy sitting in the stable right now. Left tackles are such a, such a high-end commodity, and the protection of your franchise, uh, you know, I, and that's the other argument is when do you go all in? Because you're sitting there with kind of the clock ticking on the Jordan Love era. You know Aaron Rodgers playing really, really well. The offense is maneuvering really, really well. At what point – do you look at the, your general manager, uh, Andrew, and say, hey, you know, this might be the time to go all in while the rest of the league is v- relatively on the same playing field or relatively mediocre? At what point do you decide, okay, we're going to push all the chips to the table? Well, listen, I've been fielding all the Packer fans <laughs> for the past week about the trade deadline and Will Fuller and everything. And, I listen, I agree with the all-in aspect, and I have – 20 years ago we did when it comes to your own players. I just think that when people talk about all in and going out and getting Will Fuller or going getting some big name, the, the odds are that doesn't work. So all in meaning sign up your core players. Yes. Um, but as you've outlined, there are decisions that have to be made, but listen, the cap is a zero sum game. So what that means is there's limited resources as per the league rules. But here's the deal. If you want someone, you can make it happen. I mean, the cap is not a hard cap. So you can prorate out. You can restructure contracts. If you really want someone, you can make that happen. It's just that are you going to pay the price in later years? And that's when you talk about all in. Uh, The Packers have not been a team that, pushes out a lot of cap. Going back to me, I didn't do that with Brett Favre, as all these other teams were doing with their quarterbacks, to try to preserve the future without Brett. So these are the decisions that have to go on between general manager, coach, and cap manager. Still to this day, Andrew, before I let you go, uh, no quarterback has ever won a Super Bowl making more than 13.5% of their team's total salary. The last guy to do it was Steve Young. Um, is it just for the fact that you've got so many good quarterbacks that are now getting paid exorbitant amount of money that these teams are just finding it difficult to put all the pieces around these guys? Because Mahomes did it before he got the big contract. Uh, Brady always did it in years in which he was making 10 and 14 and 9 and 12 million bucks. But it seemed like everybody that got, got gets paid doesn't win a championship after that. Do you, do you think that we're coming up on an era in which somebody making 15 20% of their team's total salary cap is finally going to get over the hump and actually win a Super Bowl? Yeah, I think that's a skewed stat, Bill. I mean, we, I think, you know, if Pat Mahomes is going to be the same player he was before, making low money to big money, and if they win Super Bowl, that changes. Uh, you know, some – some players like Drew Brees or Aaron Rodgers or others have been shut out because of a, late, a performance in a championship game, whatever. So I just think that's anecdotal, and Brady is the best example. If Brady was making what he was supposed to make, we'd have like 10 quarterbacks making more than that. Um, 
But listen, as I said before, what gets teams in trouble is not paying big money. It's, it's this, this built-up cap, you know, where Tony Romo is in the broadcast booth and counting $20 million on the Cowboys' cap, or Tom Brady's counting $15 million on the Patriots' cap this year. So that's what gets teams in trouble more than paying. There you go. That was uh, Andrew Brandt a little bit earlier today joining us on the Schneider Orange Hotline, uh, the former Packers VP, MMQB columnist. Good stuff. Also with the Business of Sports podcast. You can find him on Twitter, at Andrew Brandt. Joined us a little bit earlier today. Good stuff. And, again, uh, on the uh, Schneider Orange Hotline, Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE or go to schneiderjobs.com. Hey, uh, by the way, I've been telling you for a while now about my friends uh, up north, and uh, I got a couple of great winter getaway ideas to think about. And getting away from it all, all the noise and such right now, there's a lot going on. Pine Mountain Resort in majestic Iron Mountain, Michigan, totally remote setting. Social distancing built right in. Pine Mountain consistently rated the number one ski resort in Michigan and Wisconsin. And now when you book your ski weekend, you get a couple of lip tickets for free. That's a $110 value. Just go to PineMountainResort.com. That's PineMountainResort.com. Or you can head just 78 miles north of Green Bay, and that is the Four Seasons Island Resort. And it's on an island. I mean, they invented social distancing, right? Enjoy over 400 miles of snowmobile trails, cross-country skiing, ice fishing, all coming up this winter. A lot of good stuff. And right now, if you book your weekend stay there before Christmas, you're going to get a free weeknight stay in the spring, and that's a $189 value. So go to the4seasonswi.com. That's the4seasonswi.com. .com and book one of your getaways or PineMountainResort.com. That's PineMountainResort.com. A lot of good stuff going on up north. Going to wrap it up. Coming up next to the Bill Michael Show. Border to Border, the Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. Now, a green and gold update. Brought to you by Concordia University, Wisconsin Veteran Services Department. Learn how to use your military benefits at cuw.edu slash veterans. In Green Bay, here's Mike Clemens. The Packers begin the second half of the regular season this week, hosting the struggling Jacksonville Jaguars. The Jags are 1-7, having lost seven in a row. The Packers had the weekend off after beating the 49ers last week. A lot of the players say they watched NFL. NFL games on their Sunday off, right guard Lucas Patrick. Had some time at home with my wife. We sat down, cooked some good food, and just took in a Sunday of football from the couch as a fan. And it was, it was there's some good football on, exciting games, some good situations to learn from. Of course, you know, some NFC teams played to our favor with some losses. But yeah, it was, it was good to watch, good to kind of just sit back and be a fan for a day. The Saints blew out the Buccaneers in Tampa 38-3. Matt LaFleur was asked, how could the Saints, a team the Packers beat, do that to the Bucks, a team that beat the Packers so convincingly. You know, I I think that just goes to show you that anybody can beat anybody on any given day. It doesn't matter what the record is. It doesn't matter the circumstances around it. And you better be ready to play each and every time you go out on that field. That's Packers head coach Matt LaFleur. In Green Bay, I'm Mike Clemens on The Bill Michaels Show. Legend lives on from the Chippewa on down at the big lake they call Gitchagumi. 
The lake, it is said, never gives up her dead When the skies of November turn gloomy Welcome back! With a load of iron ore, 26,000 tons more Than the Edmund Fitzgerald weighed empty 45 years ago today, the Edmund Fitzgerald set sail and ultimately went under on Lake Superior. So I just, you know, one of those pieces of lore in the upper Midwest. Even growing up as a kid, I, this was always just a very... I remember my mom and dad watching the news, hoping that uh, they would find survivors of the 29 that were on top of, or I shouldn't say on top of, but in the Edmund Fitzgerald, on the Edmund Fitzgerald. And then uh, when this song eventually came out, man, what a, what a somber, somber song. So... Anyway, that being said, uh, today is the 45th anniversary of the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald on Lake Superior. Good stuff today on the program. Coming up tomorrow, a couple of different things. Uh, one is we are now halfway through the NFL season. Are you going to make your adjustments when it comes to your Super Bowl prediction? Or is your team still hanging in there? We'll talk about that. Also, a big dilemma coming up on Sunday. You're going to watch the Packers. You're going to watch the Masters. You're going to have two TVs in the room. <laughs> Gary Ellerson, my partner for the Green Gold Postgame Show, is going to be here tomorrow. We'll talk with him. And we're also going to preview the Masters and Augusta. Gary DeMano, Wisconsin.golf, is going to be here. Looking forward to listening to uh, Gary wax nostalgic about the Masters that were and about what's coming up this coming weekend as the Masters gets underway. A lot of good stuff. So the rains are a-coming. It is dark. It is gloomy in my neck of the woods. The winds have really kicked up, and the uh, tarp that now covers the Tiki Bar is blowing like it might fly out onto Blue Mound Road at some point. So I'm batting down the hatches, pardon the pun, on the uh, ed- day of the Edmund Fitzgerald. But uh, nevertheless, uh, it, is a, uh, it is a windy, windy afternoon. That'll do it for us today. We'll be back at it again tomorrow. Radio Joe, Evan Heffelfinger, I'm Bill Michaels. Time for us to go. Have a good one. Hoop! Station strong. The Bill Michaels Sports Talk Network. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.